This is Seba, the Southern Fried Witch, and this is episode 29 of season 2. I've had a lot of interesting response to my last podcast, um, some of it not great, and I realize that I'm going to have to take a little bit of criticism (laughs) here and there, but I do stand by that podcast, and I stand by Pastor Adam. He's a friend of mine now, and I think he's doing the hard work that a lot of us are not ready to do. So that's where I am on that one. Regretfully, all of that came along at the same time as other hard things for me. Things I'm not at liberty to discuss, but definitely have slowed my roll, y'all, quite a bit. You know, the downside of doing this every single week, and I'm not doing these ahead of time, just a few days, honestly, is that I don't know how long I can keep it up. I've had my nephew tell me over and over, that's Wolf Ron, y'all know him, that I need to go to every other week. But I really wanted to be this dedicated. (laughs) So sometimes they may be shorter. Sometimes they may be a little bit wandering in nature. And this one's probably going to be like that. I released these on Sunday and I just sat down and it's Friday evening. So we'll see how far I get. What I wanted to talk to y'all about today is sort of simple, and I don't know if anybody else thinks about these things or grapples with these things. It's a bit of a magical quirk about me. I don't think I've ever cast a spell ever in my whole life without music. It's just integral to how I work. Now, I don't have that great of a singing voice, (laughs) but that's not what matters. What matters is that there's always music playing. Y'all know I have missed a deadline on my writing gig and suddenly realized I only have 24 hours to do this and also get out that article that I haven't even begun. But they're going to be on the same topic. And fairly, that has to do with the fact that I don't think anything grows well without music. I don't think I could grow well without music, and I don't think magic moves very well without music. But sometimes that music could just be, you know, cicadas and crickets and the hoot of an owl. I mean, for me, I don't know of any okra stalk I have grown ever that did not get subjected to my taste in music. Bless their hearts, they had to listen to Van Morrison. They had to listen to Janis Joplin. They had to listen to, well, occasionally country because there's a few good songs out there. They've also listened to a couple of podcasts. So shout out to that witch life. Y'all have really helped my okra grow. Well, there's just something very grounding. I mean, I've even created a playlist for my garden. Y'all know I put up that silly little Spotify list for y'all to listen to. Those are all my favorite songs. I don't know, over the last six months or things I thought would be relevant. But the truth is, I also have a garden playlist (laughs) because, well, they like it. And there are certain songs that help me to move and dig into the soil and take care of all my babies while I'm out there. And it just seems to me that they grow better altogether. 
Back before I had a speaker that I could take outside and work with in my high tunnel, or honestly in any little plot I got out here going on, I would just sing to them. I bet they're really grateful (laughs) that I have a speaker now. So they're getting a better quality of sound now. Well, you know, it's just part of my magical life. Music. End of the story. I, I don't understand anyone who works within the magical path that doesn't incorporate it. I know. It seems nuts, but there are people like that. I mean, I get it. If No, I don't get it. What am I saying? I don't get it. I don't fucking get it, man. You know, at Litha, we love Here Comes the Sun by the Beatles. Then again, we've played that also at Yule because it does bring back that whole feeling of the light. There are songs that are so near and dear to my heart. For instance, anytime I just want to have that reverie, just to walk through my roses and feel connected to my garden, it's always Sweet Thing by Van Morrison. I'm sure he doesn't call it Thang, but that's how I pronounce it. And if y'all haven't listened to that song, the way that the music moves in this composition is like the ocean coming in and out, you know, when the waves do that push and pull. And it just moves me so much. I need that tool. I need that art to be able to get to where wherever I want to be. And there are other songs that for me describe the kind of pain I felt in my life from time to time upon losing a friend. I mean, really losing a friend. (laughs) Across the Veil, and the song that always hits hard for me is Close Your Eyes by James Taylor. That one for me means that. It perfectly encapsulates that moment for me. I mean, music has that way, doesn't it? It can just grab you, baby, and take you down all kinds of avenues. I remember I remember driving my van with my two little boys in the back sometime in the late 90s, early 2000s. I can't remember now when that would have been. And, you know, ACDC, Highway to Hell came on and all of a sudden their mama was headbanging in the front (laughs) on her way to TCBY ice cream or Kroger or some such. And I'm sure they didn't know what the hell was wrong with me. But in my mind, I was suddenly that teenager, you know. It was summer, and it had just been released, and my hair was long, and I was smoking funny things and feeling my oats, and that's just what it does to me. That's just what music does to me. I did know somebody very close to me, extraordinarily close to me, who I'm not in contact with anymore, who completely carved music out of their life. I remember asking her why, and I never really got a good answer on it. I do believe it was that she didn't want to feel anything anymore. And I kind of get it. But then again, I mean, that's part of living. That's part of everything without feeling, without allowing that to course through you. You're just spiritually constipated. So I don't really, you know, understand it. Kind of made me distrust this person quite a bit. There are so many songs that mean so much to me. And they all drive that deep well of spirit back home. Especially when I feel disconnected. Uh, Danny's song, which is the one I sang to my babies when they were little. I think I even had it at my wedding. (laughs) Um, Anything, honestly, by Jackson Brown. But especially that song about those baby blues. Oh, that one. 
That one I heard when I'd been drug up to New Jersey from Alabama and uh, kicked out onto the streets. And I think I was um, 14 or 15. Nope, nope, that is incorrect. I was 16. And I didn't have any place to live. And there was this beautiful sex worker who took me in just to keep me safe. Just to keep me safe. And Faye, if you ever hear my voice, honey, thank you for saving my little old ass. That she would buy me cans of tuna and give me Benson and Hedges cigarettes to smoke. And I mean, it was the 80s, y'all. And I remember one night she said, you just listen to this song now while I'm gone. And it really, it changed everything for me. I suddenly knew what I had to do. You know, um, Jackson Brown taught me I needed to go back home. I needed to go back to my grandma. I needed to go find myself. I needed to get off the streets as fast as possible. If I was ever going to be, you know, not just be something, be, I was going to die out there. So Jackson Brown and Miss Faye, well, they, uh, they saved me once upon a time. Oh, wow, I was so young. I remember losing a boyfriend. <laughs> I remember the pain of losing that boyfriend. God, I don't know how old I was, but I wasn't 20. I know that. And I know feeling like I was going to die. And just listening to Elton John's, I guess that's why they call it the blues, over and over until it was embedded in my bones. And to this day, if I listen to that, I can remember the feeling of loss like that. But it's not like I'm wallowing, y'all. It all becomes pieces of me, this big, (laughs) fucked up, beautiful quilt that I am. You know, it's a patch, you know. Music is like that for me. The music of my life is a quilt, and there's a little patch over here, and that represents my real childhood, you know? And honey, I'm old, so that means the Jackson 5, the Osmonds, Glenn Campbell. I cannot even bear to listen to the linemen smelling the air of (laughs) 1970-something, and what it felt like to be that young, and not really understanding the words to those songs, but feeling them anyway, because we're just receptors for this kind of magic. And I mean, y'all, when I was six years old, my boyfriend was five years old. Isn't that cute? And he lived in the next condominium over. He stole my Barbies one time and I stole his G.I. Joe and we had to make an arrangement <laughs> to get him back. That's not what's important. We actually had puppy love, like real thoughtful puppy love, innocent. He was one of the very few people who died in the Gulf War, but I remember him. Every time I listen to Maggie May by Rod Stewart, I see it. I see all the walls and that horrible wood paneling and the orange curtains and the way the sun would slant across his room onto the shag carpet, and I can hear it note by note playing and his little face looking at me and saying one day when we grow up I'm gonna marry you and it was just one of the first times I learned what magic can be if you let music run right through you you know what I mean now I could be an old fart y'all I'm not gonna lie there are some things I just don't like of course she put me up against a wall and I'm gonna tell you that Eminem was like Shakespeare That man could, like, bust a rhyme. I'm telling you, look at those lyrics. Brilliant. But, you know, 
I also would have to admit that I love me some Snoop Dogg <laughs> and some Dr. Dre. I never really limited myself to a certain genre. If it sounded good, I was there. Sometimes things come in strange packages to heal you or inspire you or change your feet and their direction, and I'm always open to it. Not crazy about techno. Mm, but that has to do with my love of listening to an actual instrument. Uh, don't come at me. I guess that's the place I show my age. But the way this plays out in my magical life is if I want to call to someone, now just take that however you want. It's not always romantical. Sometimes you just need to reach out. Or if I want to connect onto my own spirit just to really feel whole, or if I need to connect to my great mother, whatever it may be, I'm a fire sign, but honey, I will get in that shower and I will sing to them. I will sing it to them. It's powerful. The combination of music and water. There's something uh, deep and old and I guess thumpy about doing something like that. And it works every single time. I sing to my doggies, especially if they're sad or if I just want them to know how much I love them. We have a 17-year-old half beagle, half terrier, I, I don't know, half hound dog. I don't know what she is, but she's my heart. Honestly, the sweetest dog I've ever met in my entire life. And she's getting so old and I'm just so not ready. You know, I'm so not ready. So I sing to her. Sometimes I think that the addition of that sound, of that beautiful swirly, you know, note combination, I think other species could understand us a little bit better. Well, through that tool. And I sing to her all manner of songs. I think the one that I've been doing lately is Brown-Eyed Girl by Van Morrison, which holds special significance to me. Uh, my eyes are also, well, they were. When I was a little girl, my eyes were brown. They have 100% turned this strange shade of green with a brown ring around them, but they were brown. And so I sing it to my beautiful girl. Her name's Khaki, and her little ears perk up. Well, okay, no, her huge, she has bat ears. They're absolutely insane. And a little head, and she'll just flip those suckers right up in the air and listen to me. And somewhere in the middle of it, she'll close her eyes. And you know, honey, when you close your eyes listening to a song, you're there. You're willing to be transported. No more resistance. I don't know if y'all are doing this kind of work. I don't know if you're including music in your craft, but it just sounds like such a sterile environment to not do so. You know, I've always believed, and I'm sure there's a better theory out there, but I've always believed it was sort of a, a code, a, a way to get to our souls that surpasses things like skin and taxes and whatever realm we're standing in and lets the sacred move through us and stay very alive, teaches us things, carries spells away with the wind a little bit better. I don't know. It works for me. I mean, y'all, I have a playlist for every damn thing. A couple of years ago, before the pandemic, so I guess more than a couple, I wanted to take my sons on vacations instead of buying them things from, you know, Radio Shack or whatever. And so I did buy these vacations. I picked St. Augustine, which is one of my favorite places in the entire world, and Chattanooga, where I lived when I was in kindergarten. 
and there was this beautiful old train from the 1800s. I think that Marilyn Monroe actually had a little cabin in or whatnot. And so I created a soundtrack. I created a bit of a musical scavenger hunt for them for Christmas. And, you know, I bought like a bandana (laughs) that showed train hobo uh, language and spots and sights and I got a little electric choo-choo, and then I had all these wonderful songs that I played for that box, and they had to guess what it was, and I did the same thing for St. Augustine, came up with a lot of pirate songs for that one, and so I have Christmas soundtracks to go with the presents, (laughs) Christmas Yule, all of it, actually. When my baby son proposed to his bride, I had a soundtrack for him, he picked them all out, and I played them all night. During, after, until she said yes and beyond. For me, music is the sacred, or at least it helps me to access it. Let me read to you. I have mentioned it before. I just love The Feminine and the Sacred by Julia Kristeva and Catherine Clement, and not in that order. There is a passage here. Let me, let me read this to you. It's just gorgeous. It says, of all the arts, Music is no doubt the closest to that elevation without words, before words, beyond words. The passion made voice, sound, rhythm, melody, and silence that the sacred communicates. And then they go on to say, human, transhuman precision, you can't go beyond that. It is the beyond. It is sacred. And, you know, I had the, well, I had a devil of a time (laughs) when I was doing my dissertation all those years ago, y'all, because I insisted on including Madonna and um, Prince and Meredith Brooks. I, I insisted on finding these songs that illuminated the sacred and spoke to what my major purpose was, which was to uncover the great goddess in all of her wonderful forms throughout history and in pop culture. And I had to really fight to get that past my my dissertation committee because, well, it was just rightly heretical <laughs> to spend an entire chapter writing about how music was echoing what literature had also said. Tell y'all what, that ivory tower, it's a bitch. I mean, it really is. A lot of gatekeepers over there. I did win that battle, and that particular chapter got published in the UK. So, eh, looks like music speaks to all of us somewhere. And I don't know how y'all are incorporating it in your practice, but I've been doing it since... Well, I was a child of the 60s, I was a teenager of the 80s, and I'm a grandma of the 2020s. It's never stopped. Sometimes when I just want to connect and that's all I need, I go stand in those trees and I hum whatever I hear in my head. Sometimes I've never heard that song before, and it doesn't matter if you can sing. (laughs) It doesn't even matter if you can hold a tune. It matters if you're willing. So try it. Try making a playlist of your favorite songs for certain things. Try journaling them if you don't want to make a playlist. I think it's interesting and it shows us patterns of magic that we might miss if we're not listening. So what is your quilt? What are your squares? I'm a mess, y'all. Um, <laughs> the Carpenters and the Rolling Stones and little Tupac on the left. 
and my favorite country songs on the right. I mean, I'm a, I'm a beautiful mess, but these are the songs that made me. What I don't want to do is ever make it stop, not till I'm gone, because I don't want the magic to stop. I don't want to stop learning. Don't ever carve magic out of your life by turning the radio off, baby. It's like the beat of a hummingbird's wing, hun. You stop. You get too still. Well, let's not. I'm wrapping this up and I'm listening to all the little songbirds outside going on and they have such a beautiful little tune happening. <laughs> I know you can't hear them. I should podcast outside one day. It's uh, wondrous. It's the last native language of our kind. I really love it. Anyway, think about how you're incorporating music and song in your own craft. All right, y'all, I want to do my shout outs that I always do. And these shout outs are for Patreon. Thank you for all the people that are supporting this podcast right now. And that would be Drea, Jessica, Joy, Lauren, Joanna, Kate, Crystal, Cricket, and Nicole. Thanks, y'all. It's a lot of fun over there. We are enjoying each other. I'm putting out private content over there and, well, private pictures as well. So if y'all want to check it out, come on over. We'd love to have you as part of the family. And it does go a long way towards supporting this podcast. I couldn't do it without that love and support. Also, I just want to say happy Pride Month, y'all. Wear them colors. Let's celebrate that, but let's also not forget to hold that in our hearts all year. Pride is not just for June. Y'all are our kin all year. And finally, y'all, it's about time for a listener episode. I don't know what you want me to talk about. It's been a long time since I've had a lot of questions come in. I can't always answer all of them. But, you know, you never know. There might be something worth talking about, and I sure would like to hear from you. So write to me at Seba at southernfriedwitch.com. Love y'all like chicken. Run out there and make your playlist now. Don't forget to turn on your radio. Blessed be. Y'all have been listening to the Southern Fried Witch Podcast. Come back around next week for a little bit more magic from the deep south.